McTavish. Thurston gets the ball to Morgan. Morgan crosses the 20. Comes away to O'Neill. Gets the ball. Guys, it is hot take without the hot take in. Oh, and oh. Merry Christmas, Christmas here, Eve. here from Australia. We are Christmas back Eve. with another episode of Junior Christmas Senior Eve. Two Views Christmas Eve. Uh-huh. And yeah, here's your present. Here. Let's get straight to it. Yeah. So, um, I wanted to talk about this first. How the hell did you lose to the Lions, Cardinals? It's very easy. This is why I was sus on them all season long. All season long. I know it's just one loss any given Sunday. They're going to disappoint in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. I can see it from a mile away. This is what happened with them last season. When Kylo got injured and he came back, they won like one game out of their last, I don't know, however many, eight. They were absolutely horrible when Kylo came back last season. Mm -hmm. And he got... He got injured again this season, and they've been very up and down, even though they've pulled out off some wins. Oh, okay. So, I'm looking at the highlights. I sort of want to... Let's probably compartmentalize some of this stuff. I don't think it all sits with Kyler, and I disagree that... Not Kyler. It's It's the whole team. It's other aspects, okay? So, they're missing D-Hop. D-Hop's out for the season. D-Hop is out. So he's out for the rest of the season. Who knows if he'll be ready for the playoffs. Um, They just had a clunker, and they're kind of stumbling right now. Their defense isn't where it was, and it shows. They gave up a lot of rushing that that game, and they made Jared Goff look like uh, Johnny Unitas. So I don't know. I mean, is it a bad time to be losing if you're the Cardinals? Absolutely. Do you still have a lead in the West? You do. That was a game they needed for the number one seed, though. You do with, but you know, with, with the only other team in your space right now being the Rams. That's okay. So I mean, yeah, but for the number one seed for their for their first first round buy aspirations, it takes a dash. At this point, if the Cardinals can just get through the rest of the season with nothing else serious. They're not going yeah. to miss the playoffs. Of course not. Kind of but the issue is they do. whether or not they can get past the first round, and that's your contention. That I don't. I, I don't. It, I, even if they grab the number one seed, I don't. I see them flaming out in the divisional round. Okay. They, they're frauds to me. I All don't. Right. My my uh, my optimism is gone with them. Okay, moving on. Raiders Browns. Oh Ooh, my god! A couple of teams. Oh my god! This is, but this is the best part of the season for me. You know who was the starting quarter? Who started this game for the Browns uh, behind center? Nick Mullins. Oh well, they had a free, nobody. A free agent signed a week ago. Well, COVID decimated yes. the team. Okay, yep. so you had you you had Baker out, then you have Case Keenum out. It's all COVID. The whole team is wiped out. I'm surprised they're actually able to even have a game. I'm surprised they didn't just grab up some junior high school kids and have them play. The Raiders are horrible. Let's just put that out there right now. No, they're Raider, horrible. They the did Raiders enough to win the game. I don't think it's. I don't think it's enough to no, save the season. They they almost lost that. Of course, they almost lost that game. 
at this point, I would. The Browns have a less likely chance of getting in right now, and mm-hmm. the Raiders have, I don't think, any chance. So you know, again, two teams waiting for one team or a bunch of other teams to lose, and then if this team gets hit by lightning, then they get in. So it's yeah. one of those. It's one of those playoff scenarios. Yeah, moving on. Vikings Bears and this game showed me one thing: Matt Nagy has to be fired before the end of the season. Are you like that offensive play calling was absolutely disgusting? In one play, you had Mooney wide open, and Nagy calls like a a draw, a draw. What the hell is he doing? It is you can't. They had him play calling because their offensive coordinator was out with COVID. Are you telling me that is worth anything of an, another year as the head coach of the of the Bears? The, the play call, he is clearly holding this offense back. You can't tell me otherwise. Well, your wish will come true. So if there was a Christmas present that you could get right now, it would be a Matt Nagy voodoo doll. I want, yes, I want him gone. Pins. He's going to be gone soon enough. At the end of the season, and maybe this pay, all, maybe pace with him as well. If the McCas- both of, both of them need to go. If the McCaskey can can just get, gather up the the courage to say you both are going, I don't. The Bears are just a, not a good team. I feel like, and you know, Justin Fields has had a rough season because he doesn't have a lot of weapons around him. He doesn't not, have weapons, and not, he's being held back by play calling. Well, they're not a good. You can only play call so much if you have the personnel. The Bears don't have the personnel to do anything. Justin Fields is running for his life half the time, and they don't have deep threats. They, they're in, they're not a good team. So look, the the Vikings beating the Bears is like no real big deal because the Vikings are Jekyll and Hyde anyway. Yeah. So you don't know what's going to happen next week. Yeah. So I don't. I think it's it's a win for them, but the Bears. Your wish will come true soon enough. They need it, okay. both both Pace and Nagy need to go. Okay. It's it's time. They should have been gone last year. Uh, Rams, Rams and, and the Hawks. Hawks. Let's put a burial on the Seahawks, shall yep. we? Dearly beloved, we are here to um, mourn the death of the Seattle Seahawks, the Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll era. It is officially coming to an end. Yeah. This, they are. They're not a good football team. Their offense is is done for. Putrid. Their defense is probably even worse. And they can't do anything. Russ can't bail them out anymore. Pete Carroll has has had the game pass him by. It's done. They have yeah, to. They have to blow up. They have to blow up the core. Yeah, it's 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 kind of sad watching it happen, and it's happening in slow motion. Yeah. So you're watching this team kind of try. Granted, they would have issues toward the end of the game with that pass interference play. It was definitely pass interference. Oh, there was ref ball on both sides. But you know what? I don't, I don't believe that would have changed the outcome of the game because there was still trailing. There was horrible calls on both sides. There was still trailing by a touchdown at that point in the in the, about the third toward late the third quarter going to fourth quarter. Yeah, that wouldn't have changed the outcome. The Rams beat up on the Seahawks because they needed to. You know, am I sold on them yet? I think there's some things that I mean, Matthew Stafford. Is a good. He's, he's been an upgraded quarterback, but he can't get out of his own way when when the line falls apart. So that's something they need to address. Because the offensive line did not look great. Well, most and of so, their starters are again out with COVID. Again, so I mean, 
that he was behind damn near a practice squad but, line. Yeah, let's throw dirt on the Seahawks, and I think Russell Wilson's gone. And I think he should have been. He was almost traded last offseason. Well, he asked to be, and it didn't happen. So I think this this time around, maybe his wish will come true. Next, uh, Eagles versus Washington. Uh, this game had me befuddled because <laughs> they're a team yeah. that I don't want to see. If anybody, if that's a team in the NFC that gets in the playoffs, the Eagles are not spectacular, but they know what they are, and mm-hmm. that is they'll run it down your throat, down your throat, down your throat. Mm-hmm. Okay, if it's hurts, the read option works for them. If it's hurts running off to the side, it's Sanders getting the ball. They do a lot of things pretty well, and you got to give Nick Sirianni a little bit of a of a of a hand for you know getting this team to. I, they didn't look like they had a chance early in the season. Yeah, and so now I'd say Washington's fading yeah. fast. And yes, you can say they had a decimated team. Yeah, you can say that. That's every team right now, but I I don't know. Like uh, to me, last week. Uh, Heineke looked a bit off, or two weeks ago he looked a bit off. Mm-hmm. So I saw them falling, but I didn't see them. Uh, obviously, COVID hasn't helped with them. But again, the NFL doesn't know what an incubation period is. No. Uh, Niners versus Titans, the game that just happened today. Very, very important it, win for the Titans because yeah. then they get they, they cement their place they get, in being a division leader. They get the division lead. Not over yet for them. Not though, yet, Because though. they need the... They, they would w- need the Colts to lose. They want the number one seed, though. They, that's what they want. They won't get the number one. They, well, they may or may they not may, get it. They Depends may get they it. They're, they're still in contention for it. Yeah. So, they are close. They have pieces. And I think... Do they have a whole puzzle, though? If they're missing Derrick Henry, I don't know. I don't... I don't see, do I see this team as Super Bowl contenders? In a year where no one has really shown me that they are legitimate Super Bowl contenders, maybe. I mean, without Derrick Henry, and I'm 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 really sad that Derrick Henry was injured because we could have had Jonathan Taylor and Derrick Henry duke it out for the rest of the season. Yeah. Um, it's it's tough. I don't know if they if they go further than the championship game without Henry. Okay. Well, this is I suppose for me in this game. It was a very... They didn't look good. It wasn't that pretty watching this. Um, You know, Tannehill was a bit rusty in the beginning. He kind of had to fight back. He didn't throw for much. He threw for two or nine yards. The defense of the Niners were holding. But then, you know, Jimmy G didn't help himself by wetting the bed because then they were marching down the field in the second second quarter, almost ready to take another touchdown. And then what does he do? Throws a pick. He threw two picks. That's what Jimmy G does. And so they didn't have the same success running the ball as they had in the past. I was already talking about the Niners being a dangerous team, but now losing this game puts them a little bit out now Mm -hmm. on the outside looking in. Um, If you're the Titans, it's a good win. It's Like I said, it puts you in the division lead, but you have to hope for a a Colts loss, and we'll wait and see what happens there. Uh, Bill says sorry. Now, I'm not sure about the context behind this one, Bill says sorry. So, Bill Belichick, you know, toward the end of, you know, the game that happened. Um, look, fellas, I apologize if, you know, it seemed like I was a little short with you after the game. Um, you know, obviously a frustrating game. Down 20 to nothing. Didn't do anything well enough. I mean, there isn't really much.
much to say at that point. Without so, you know, that's on the heels yeah. of of the of the Colts' loss. Yeah. Um, I thought it was interesting because that's Bill Belichick. That's about as best of a sorry you're gonna get from Bill. And you know, he he kind of lost his cool apparently and came back and sort of said sorry, which I think is, you know, maybe a kind of gentler Bill Belichick. Yeah. Uh, you never see any emotion from him. Oh, so. no. The fact that he said sorry. I, I think the most emotion you've seen from, we've a- ever seen from him in the NFL is when he was best friends with uh, uh, that old Jets coach or whoever, I, whoever, I forgot his, I forgot his name. The other, no, the other, Mangini. Uh, Eric, Eric. Eric Mangini. Yeah. Before the whole spy, the whole, um, whole Spygate scandal. Oh, look, I mean, I, I think that's, you know, Bill being a little wistful, maybe, you know, just trying to be less, less ornery, less bitter, less, you know, gruff. Well, so it was a, was a that's good, his was M- good, that's his M.O. Of so. course, but it's interesting to see him sort of, you know, apologize the way he did. MVP, Brady or Rogers. Uh, I think it's going to be, I, I have a feeling uh, for narratives, it's probably going to be Brady, but I think it should be Rodgers. Um, no, actually, I think it should be Jonathan Taylor, just in my opinion, but it's going, I think course, it will be Rodgers. Of course, and you're going to, I mean, and, and I, I, you know, I would say I would agree with, Jonathan Taylor has 1,500 yards rushing right now, as yep. we speak, over 1,500. He's the reason why the Colts are, are where still, they are. are still even a, a, a playoff team. Of course. Um, reluctantly, and let me emphasize this, folks, reluctantly, <laughs> because I do not like this game. <sighs> you have to say it's Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he's lights out. You know, take away the, the, you know, the blowout game against New Orleans early in the season where you thought, what the hell is going on there? He's been on fire. And this whole Packers team has been on fire. Right, but, but he, he is the re- you take he, him out, and you had one game where he was out, and Jordan Love was there, and everybody was like, please well, get well, well soon. Jordan, Jordan Love didn't perform that bad, but he wasn't he wasn't ready. You could um, tell. I don't think it'll be Brady because, you know, I think you know, everybody's saying, oh, wow, you know, for a guy his age playing so well, yeah, we know that already. But I think the proof's in the pudding. Mm-hmm. So if Aaron Rodgers will probably get the fourth MVP. And subsequently, the Packers will lose at home oh as Garrett. God. As they do it all the time. Yeah. They had best record. Every time he's won the MVP, what's happened? They've had the best, best record, record and home field. And what's happened? They've chaltered in the playoffs. So maybe this is the year where he changes things around. Well, maybe if, they get a chance well, to. If they, if, they, if they do it, if they somehow choke in the NFC Championship again, again that'll be the last time. That'll be the last time because Rodgers has said, this is it. I want out of here. This is the last dance. Okay. Right. And both his actions and words on social media where he's posted MJ and Pippen, well, this is the last dance. So this is their last shot at a, another Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers, quite possibly one of their, one of their greatest quarterbacks of all time. Okay. Next uh, up, talking truth or pump, pump the brakes. brakes? Yep. John Harbaugh's gambles. May cost the Ravens. Talking straight truth, um, the he went for two twice, twice. I get that they have no quarterback cornerbacks. The first time we said okay, he went for two. We Mm -hmm. agree with that Mm -hmm. because they probably weren't going to win in overtime because they had no healthy cornerbacks. This time, you why? 
Why? Why would you go for two this time? Did you not see what happened? Okay. Um, yeah, I... Watching the game, I... I in, in the conference, in the press conference, John Harbaugh's kind of saying, you know, we didn't want to go into overtime against Aaron Rodgers, but you also have Justin Tucker, who's probably one of the best kickers in, the, in all yeah. the league, on your team. So I would put faith in the fact that... And plus, the Ravens were moving the ball. Okay, Huntley... Yep. Who I think is a phenomenal backup. And he's a free agent. And a free agent. I think a team's going to be like, we can build around this guy. Because he came in, and, and despite that play, because they're saying, you know, there was a guy open on the left side, but he was running to his right. I don't know. I, I think it – I he reminds me of Brendan St- you know, Staley, the coach of the Chargers, a little less so. Eh. I think it's a toss-up. I guess the idea is that do you want Aaron Rodgers to have the ball in overtime? Do you want to risk the idea of getting torched then and something else happening? So Well, knows? I think in my opinion, regardless of the outcome, uh, his gambles have cost them. Yeah. And now they're in the muck. Yeah. They need help from elsewhere. They no longer... Guess who leads the NFC North? This, the Bengals. Yeah. Somehow. Well, not not yet. Yeah, still in the lead, but it's not over. Yeah. NFC North, AFC North football, ladies and gentlemen, the yeah. ugliest football you'll see all year. All right. Uh, the Colts are the second dangerous team in the AFC. Uh, I'm gonna go talking truth on this one. Oh yeah. And it's only because of Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. And we'll we'll I'll sing his praises all day, because with if you take him away from this team. Their offense is pretty bad. Wentz has been leaning on him all year long. And, I, and, and I'm going to be honest. I even forgot well, Carson Wentz was the quarterback of the Colts. That's how, forget, that's how like, like non-existent Wentz has been this year. So um, their offense is pretty much just Jonathan Taylor behind a really good offensive line. Like one of the best in the league. Probably the best in the league. With a healthy Quentin Nelson and Ryan Kelly. So, I think they are the second dangerous team in the AFC with a little asterisk because of Jonathan Taylor. Okay. So, I, I'm, I'm talk, I believe you. I, be, I agree with you on that one. I think the Colts are dangerous in many ways, not just from the standpoint of Jonathan Taylor. I think outside of that, the defense has really been really tight. They've been playing well. They've been close against good teams. Um, they're the kind of team you don't want to see coming in because, you know, yes, Carson Wentz can be erratic, but at the same time, Carson Wentz can be good. And there was dirt getting poured on him in the beginning of the season. I will say I was the first one doing that when he hurt his feet and this and that, and you thought, what's well, this going to be a disaster? But it actually hasn't been a disaster season for him as much as we thought. Yeah. So I will say because that he's behind, he's behind a much better line. Well, of a course, much better line. But also, he's not taking those stupid chances, and that's the thing about Carson Wentz has always been his mo is he tends to try to do too much and then makes huge mistakes. He doesn't need to now, right? He doesn't need to of take those chances. He realized he doesn't have to play hero ball when he has time for his receivers to create separation. Yeah. All right. AB uh, is back. Oh my God! A B. So, Antonio Brown. Whole, whole lot of money, man, is back. Antonio Brown, who gets chance after chance after chance after chance. 
is back for a league for the NFL to preach about um, protecting the kids because of taunting. They sure do like employing um, criminals, and Antonio Brown is no different. Let's remember that he was accused of of sexual assault. Let's remember that he was arrested for battery. Well, look, I I, I think this is more. I mean, these are the. Th- this is the world we're in, though, at the same time. Because if you're talented enough, and he's talented enough, then he kind of gets away with it. And, and, I, that, and, and, now, ways, and now he faked his vaccination card. Of course. And in some ways, with the Godwin being out for the rest of the season is a huge blow. Mike Evans got hurt in the game against New Orleans. So they got desperate. And, the, and, and Bruce Arians is actually eating his own word. Because, you know, last year he said, you know, if he messes up just once... He's done. Sure. But then he's gone, turned around, and said, you know, second chances. Well, things have changed. So, so things have changed. They're desperate. desperate. Right. Desperation. I mean, let's, as a side note, Le'Veon Bell's been signed on because Leonard Fournette to, is hurt. Uh, to, so, so both of them who burned the countless bridges of, of Pittsburgh are coming are, are back again and reincarnated. So this is what it is. And, you know, talent overrides everything else. I mean, how many times has Josh Gordon got an opportunity to play? Yeah. He's playing now. Well, so, I'd say Josh Gordon is an entirely different of case. Of course, it's, it's apples and oranges. But, because with you know, Antonio Brown, he's committed crimes. Josh Josh Gordon has uh, has had problems with addiction yeah. and a lot of mental health issues, yeah. which have been well documented up until this point. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know what to say about it. I think it's just... That's what you do. You do take talent over over the, the character and put it forward, and, and good luck to you. All right. All right. We speculated it last week, but now it's official. The NHL and have pretty much forced the hand of their Players Association and pulled them out of the Winter Olympics. There will be no NHL players in the Winter Olympics. We saw this coming from a mile away. Yeah, it, it's NHL's put, they, you know, from a standpoint of without the Olympics, they've put a halt to their games as we speak. Mm-hmm. They pretty much shut it down for the rest of the year because of the COVID outbreaks that have been happening. And it, it affects the NHL across two areas. Yeah, across Canada. Canada and the United States. So, you know, it's a little different as opposed to, you know, football and here, basketball. Well, here's the thing, though. Canada's laws in terms of COVID and public health have been a, a lot stricter than the U.S., yeah. And a lot more common across all of their provinces, um, like Ontario, Alberta, etc., yeah. um, than the U.S. So that creates another wrinkle of players like Dun- Duncan Keith going up to um, going up to Edmonton or sign or um, getting traded to Edmonton and um, being essentially, in his words, being forced to get the vaccine. Yeah. So I mean. Yeah, I, I, NHL just doesn't want anymore. They don't want anymore. Right now, they're being decimated by by outbreaks and by other viruses. People getting sick. They don't want to go to and, and with the tough rules over in Beijing, they you know where players could literally be detained for weeks on end. Yeah. That would impact the product at home. Yeah. So that that no, they had no sense. choice. Yeah. Because if you if you look at the twenty twenty season for the um for the NHL. With the stoppage, they lost about $3.3 billion. Wow. And it was not good. 
So for the 2021 season, they had to take a lot of unpopular moves, like realigning the divisions for a year. So they had to do the North, South, um, Central, and West division. Those those, um, divisions had to be sponsored. The helmets had to be sponsored as well. The jerseys had to be sponsored. They had, it was really unpopular, but they had no other choice. And they had to recoup um, revenue in any way they could. And now they they can't they're gonna lose money again. All right, all right. Look, yeah, I think it's just a situation where the NHL just had to think about first and foremost the brand. The brand yep. needs to stay. The brand needs to be well. If you well, if you're having players like McDavid and Crosby being detained in Beijing for that. weeks on end, no. some of your most marketable faces. No, Bettman's not gonna want that. So, especially with a new stoppage, that's not happening. Okay. All right. Happy birthday, Trent Tucker. Trent, former Nick, Trent Tucker, 62. Uh, his claim to fame was the Trent Tucker rule came in. So, mm-hmm. the Trent Tucker rule came in about 30-odd years ago, which basically said, because he took a game-winning yep. shot, and the idea was that that would no longer a be l- the Well, case. a little bit of context. Yeah. Um, Around that time, the NBA started counting milliseconds. Right. So, tenth of a second. So, tenth of a second. So, he got a shot up when it was one tenth of a second. And it went and in. And it went in. And Phil Jackson rightfully complained to the league. Rightfully complained to the and league that a human it. cannot do that right. in one tenth of a right. second. So, they adjusted that rule. They adjusted the speed of the clock as well. Yes. Saying that a player could not, uh, only could catch and shoot if it was at or above uh, four tenths of a second, which is how we got the Derek Fisher game winner. Yes. So, you know, happy birthday to Trent. Uh, you know, he's one of those players that was, you know, known as sort of the part of that '90s fold of the Knicks, and ultimately went to Chicago anyway and played for a few seasons toward the end of his career. So, happy birthday, belated to him. Well, it's it's crazy how things work. So that's going to be our show for this this, this week. Year, this, pretty much. this year, this is our last show of twenty. Our last episode of twenty twenty one. I I'm pretty sure. Let me have a quick look. Well, maybe not. No, it is not. No, We've got not. another on Monday. We'll have another on Monday That'll, because other places are shut down. But we're going to keep reporting. No, actually, no. We will have another on New Year's Eve. <laughs> we got that wrong as well. So we'll have we'll have one more on New Year's Eve. Uh, so, um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, <laughs> weird ending, but uh, what? Oh, did you really follow this channel for accuracy? No, no of course. No, not. you did not. If you, you were, you were wrong. <laughs> Very much wrong. So don't fool yourself. So uh, we though, a bit to talk about in this episode. We'll have more as hopefully sports can can. Hopefully sports can continue. Yes. Hopefully Omicron doesn't ruin anything. Touch on wood. So. That'll be our show for this Friday. Uh, Make sure you tune in on Monday. We'll be covering a lot more then. See you then. Bye.